0: Hello and welcome to the Football Reviews Day podcast with me as usual is Mr Rob Bowen, the Coffee Master, Mr Cleo Sims and Mr Nathan Burke. How are we gents? How was your burger Burke? Oh, lovely burger. Bird's eye. Can't radiant. Bird's eye chicken burger, Morrison's bun. Morrison's bun. Yeah. Thank recommend. you.
1: Um,
0: Sims, how are you? How oh,
1: are you good feeling?
0: Good. How is school?
1: Uh, radiant, as uh, Norvitho would say.
0: Great, great, great. We'll see what happens on this weekend. <laughs> and Speaking of this weekend, before we get into the main football chat, we have to talk about our draft. So if you are listening, I can't remember the guy's name we spoke about last week. Same as his best friend. Uh, Wong, Wong Mill. Wong Mill. If Wong Mill, mill is listening, I apologise, but we have to talk about it. Oh, Wong Mill, um, love it. He seems yeah. the biggest fan. Get him, get him in draft next year. <laughs> get him in Thanks player. Um, So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out the table Stephen Davis first place, 64 points Cleo Sims second, 63 points Luke Buttle third, 60 points Josh Davis, fourth 59 points, Nathan Burke fifth, 58 points and then after that, nobody really cares apart from Rob is last with 36 (laughs) By a long way.
2: (laughs) I've won a league title. I don't care. All
0: right, all right, all right. Cool, Ed Cool. So, top is on sixty-four, seconds on sixty-three. One game week to go, and those two players are playing each other in the final game of the season. Absolute teams. Tim's, how are you feeling
1: going into the final game week? Um, to be honest, well, it's been a weird one, really, because. Usually, I mean, I'm there or thereabouts for most of the year, and then if you if you get to this stage of the season, then it's not a surprise because you've been there. Where well, with me, it's kind of been a late run. You're there. to get there, yeah. So it's a bit, a bit surreal.
2: But um, all I'm hearing yeah. is excuses, already, yeah.
1: Dance and I'm gonna
3: enjoy. So may Masons. Obviously, I've been in that situation where it's come down to the final game week, and I've yes. played against the person I was in the tight race with. And I lost. So if I can pass on anything from that experience, it's do not start long, Koscielny. <laughs> so if that's on your mind at all, just don't do it.
2: I'll take that one off. Thank no, you. appreciate no that. appreciate that. Oh, Great. the drama. Start Timothy fossil sir.
3: Oh, he, don't start.
2: He did a bit for James <laughs> five years ago.
3: He did. The Could come full me.
2: circle again.
3: It was a mad run. First 30 minutes, it was back and forth. Mike, like, I had De Bruyne, I think, and De Bruyne would score a point. Then his play would do something back and forth. And then it popped up, Cashell needs done something. I think, great. It's my go. And then that thing was a red card. And then from there <laughs> it it was a backwards. I just didn't have any more from there. And James kept going. I think he broke the record for points.
1: that day. Yeah, I think it's um I think obviously with the with the idea that I'm playing Steve, but the fact that I was there in this exact position last season, that's what makes it difficult because obviously you don't want to be the guy who loses it twice on the final day. So I mean, t- you know, we talk about bounce back ability. Fed the lads have come back well after the disappointment of the last year, the heartbreak. But you know, it's it's a tough old off season, if um, tough old season if if it doesn't go my way on this weekend.
3: How do you feel about it? Because up until about seven o'clock yesterday evening, it looked like you were going to join them in the title uh, race, going to the final uh, day.
2: And what happened? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> for for one Rob
0: did beat me by five points. Um,
2: Only that maybe the second time I've had Trent and Alison keep a yeah. clean sheet and do bits for me like cheese boys.
0: Well, that didn't ruin me because I did pick up Reese Williams and he did get six points. So you know, the people let me down. Yeah, I'll be honest, I'm disappointed. You know, I was expecting to go to the final the day, but uh, it wasn't to be. Injuries have killed me this season, as as with everyone. And yeah, it is nice. that it's close because it does get boring when everything's settled. By the end, so. Best of luck. Really, at least I ain't got the stress. That's the only thing I'm taking. I got no stress now. So again, I can enjoy whatever. Oh, we're doing. going out for pints.
3: We can just you stare at Tim's face while we do yeah. it. See the nerves. Face him, Steve. Get the nerves from him. My hairline hey. isn't
0: great anyway, so I, I can't take any more stress.
2: The last time we watched draft in, in, in the in Clockwork, miracles have happened. So, you know. Yeah, I pints would. Take, just not over uh, for any
0: of us.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah. Strong narrative yesterday about bottling it
1: and all that and I would like to say and I would go on record in saying this is that if you look at that league league table right now you cannot say that I have bottled it compared to some of the people below me who were in a title race and have been in the title race for weeks and all of a sudden they get to the last game week and they're not even in the title race now
3: oh, The bottle job list wasn't exclusive to no. you,
1: Steve So I would like to find that out before we get to Sunday and that's i don't like to go on record and say I will say, it out, no, I don't care what the league says about me. If you would talk to me, you know, Champions League football for Liverpool with a win on Sunday or a draft title, I am taking Champions League football every day of the week.
2: You do yeah. not belong in draft. Don't. You do not belong in draft. You have been at the doorstep each time. I have been the Brighton,
1: numerous <laughs> times. I have finished second numerous times. I have gone to the last day numerous times. I have made my I have made peace with it now. Perhaps <laughs> it's not meant for me. Perhaps it is. It is decided. Be up. It'll be up, up in the big man. It's in God's hands now, Rob. It's in God's hands. That's all I can say, Rob. That's all I can say.
3: <laughs> Between us four and Wong Mill, any names pick that you're thinking of picking up, Sims?
1: Any um, players on the cards? I, I Steve will this listen
3: to this. No.
1: I have put in. Um, a request or two, however, I'm not sure whether they'd be successful. We'll have to see. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> um, <laughs> where, where are would, you in the wheel? Yeah. Pretty low, I think. Oh. If they're not successful, it's not the end of the world. I, I'm, I'm more concerned, as a, as I said, you know, it's always the end of the season last game. You know, trying to pick a team is just impossible. Add in the fact then you've got two, play, two Premier League teams, three Premier League teams. um, Playing European football the week after in finals, so then you picking a team with those clubs involved yeah. um, can be tricky because obviously you don't want to be you don't really want to leave like a Man City player out, but then mm-hmm. you, can you trust them? The staff probably not. But then do you want to be the guy who doesn't pick up and then they play and they score twice? Or do
2: you know I mean? I uh, I can confirm. Sims is last in the waiver order, and uh, I am first, and the power <laughs> oh. right now. Is uh, Robert, I'm sorry, I refuse, I refuse to find you relevant in any way when you're.
0: The league. <laughs> hey, that's fine,
2: I've got a league title to my name. Don't champ, do ah. it's fine. Exactly, uh, I, this only, is how I imagine teams like Blackburn Rovers. Season, being, then come talk to me.
3: This is a Blackburn Rovers, I now need club in. <laughs> like, oh, we've got a league title, no one cares, bit,
1: <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> Honestly, it's like. He's trying to remain relevant by literally saying, Oh, I've got on the way by I don't care. <laughs> I just just
2: more and more excuses. Burke, Can I we... have noticed top four finish is once available for you. Oh, okay. no, I, I good. <laughs> it. it
3: would be nice to keep up the record, but uh, obviously that's not where the plan is. <laughs> Rob, Rob but it's nice to see it. I mimic Liverpool. I mimic Liverpool, the top four <laughs> that, last that day.
0: Was my final question. Burke, you know, as one male might not know, You've been desperate for league title. We haven't quite covered over the line. I think we've all been desperate. How are you feeling? I can confirm we've all been desperate.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, uh, I would argue that different to Burke, because I know Burke is still in that desperate stage where he generally would like nothing more than a title. <laughs> I have started to come to terms with the idea that perhaps it just isn't meant for thee to make me. Maybe <laughs> I'm like I'm like that forty-year-old woman who always imagined that she'd be married with kids. And i suddenly realising, you know, I might actually be growing old on my own. And it's
3: okay. <laughs> I'm not so ready. I, I I'm not cats. there yet. I'm not there I'm yet.
1: What's wrong with that? Bridges, maybe, cats.
3: Maybe nice. another year of mid-season mediocrity.
1: I am I there. I, I have had my heart broken too many times. <laughs> I am there. Maybe I'm always meant to be the Bravesman.
3: <laughs> but no, what I will say is the first season we did it, like I said earlier, I came down in final game week and I could have won that day. I didn't feel... I felt like this season was a better opportunity for me. I think... A few injuries haven't gone my way, but generally there's been a few games where I should have won, if, like if my subs had been better. And I'm only, what, six points behind top? I think those go my way, like the Steve one two weeks ago, I'd be there. I think this season was my best chance, and that's a good sign that we're getting stronger and stronger. So I'm happy there, and uh, I, I'm desperate for the draft of next season to pick up some players. I've got names already. Already got the players I want next year.
0: It's already been decided. decided. You've got players in mind for next season.
3: Oh, yeah. I've decided what players I want to pick up. Yeah, Do I
2: I quit heel, second Not pick. Carlson.
3: I'll pick up Rick Carlson just as form him off to some idiot in return for a world class young talent. <laughs> That's
0: the way. Right. Well, nice little chat there. Same as best of luck, obviously, against Steve. I'd rather you win than Steve. I'll, I'll say that now on the record. So, good luck to you and all the best.
2: May so, the Lord be with you.
0: And speaking Come of the Lord, Steve. speaking of the <laughs> the Lord is not helping Steve. Let's be, let's be clear about that. Um, but speaking of the Lord, in terms of real football, I mean, there's only one place to start. For only the sixth time in Premier League history, a goalkeeper has scored a goal in the Premier League. And I'd argue it's the best of the bunch. Rob, as a man of faith, like Alison, I'll come to you. How about that header?
2: Well, it's gorgeous. I think at the end of the day, my favourite thing about it is I want to see more of that, of just teams taking a risk. You know, the one thing, we're going back to draft talk here, how is it not worth a million points, since it's the first goal in, you know, eight years or whatever by a goalkeeper. But um, I'm able to look past that. But Mm. great moment. could be the defining moment for, for Liverpool that last minute winner. What a what a what a what a story. Like, you know I I, I did see what one person say that this is better than Liverpool in the Champions League and winning the Prem. And I'm just like, how delusional must you be. But it was a, a great moment and hopefully it, hopefully it, with the, that win, the win last night and a win against Palace on Sunday, top four is secured.
0: Burke Sims, you are Liverpool fans, obviously. How did it make you feel? I mean, it's just an incredible, incredible head and like last kick of the game. I mean,
3: it'd gone past the point where I thought we could score. So for me, it was weird. It didn't sink in right away because I was so angry with the performance, with the result, that when it went in, I was like, you lucky pricks. And, um, <laughs> I don't
0: like, know what you mean.
3: It was a weird feeling, and then, sure. yeah, it weren't until maybe an hour or two after the game. I was watching, like, the replays on loop, loved the interviews and stuff after the game. Yeah. But watching on loop, and then I thought, wow, that was actually mental. And then I started again on board with the idea. But initially, my initial feeling was a mixture of excitement, anger, because I was so angry because I thought the game had gone. In my mind, it had finished. Yeah, it was it was a weird one, really weird.
1: Um, so my advent, my it's as simple as that, really. I mean, I, my, my thoughts on goalkeepers are pretty obvious, but um, <laughs> there's a lot of things I would have done for a goalkeeper on, on that day. Because, uh, like you said, Burke texts me, because I'm, so my telly is a bit behind because I'm watching a Sky go. And um, I, don't, I don't have my phone on me. on I on a cycle usually, so that um, I don't have any spoilers. And for some reason, I looked down and it just said, hold on, with dot, dot. <laughs>
3: We were slagging off Liverpool for the whole second half.
1: Yeah, so. and, we, and we were both but he said, Hold on. I was like, Huh? Because like Trent, I was on that was just going over for a corner. And I thought maybe they a penalty given given or something like that. So I put my phone down so I didn't want to see hmm. what went on. And then obviously they scored and I well, I did a lap downstairs. And I just lost my head completely. And then I I just, don't know, you sat you sat there then for a bit, and you, you sit there and you think God, what's just happened there? And then you watch it and you think, oh, my word, that's an unbelievable header. And, I think and that- then you wait for VR. <laughs> and then you yeah. Gonna say. Imagine they chalked it off. It's like- um, that was like yeah. the most kind of, not shocking thing, but the most unreal part of it. It wasn't so much the keeper had scored. It's that, you know, it's one thing to just score and it bundles it in. Or, but like it's an unbelievable header. Oh,
0: yeah. Because he barely moves. He just stands there and then a little jot forward. The way he turns, the way he jumps, and then flicks his board because he moves his body on his head at the same time. Honestly, okay. I, I can't remember the last time I've seen the a head look like
1: that. I was thinking about, um, do you know what it reminds me of? Jeri in Istanbul. Yeah, same, yeah. same movement. I, no. I think I think I told Burke. I was thinking, you know, I remember watching Vincent Company score against Leicester in the title running three years ago, where and it kind of you thought that was the day City were going to drop points. Then they got that goal out of nowhere, you think, oh my word, this isn't gonna happen this year. It broke you, do you know what I mean as the spirit And I said, I mean I think I might have been Burke, my own man, I said too, if you're Leicester or Chelsea watching that, you know, when you're playing two days later, you think, oh my word, like you you know, you think you're there, like they were almost there, and then you see that it's gotta sting a bit. But I'm just glad they went on one last night. And then they've gotta finish a job now, because otherwise, you know, if they were it to qualify Champions League next year. Yes, we'll remember the goal, but we won't remember it half as fondly as, yeah. as we should. Do, do you think they'll get in them? They should, really. I mean, They should. Well, it's a home. I, yeah, I, home. Yeah. I think the fans being back is a big thing as well. You know, 10,000 Liverpool fans there, that'd be
3: big. Hodgson's um, last game, I think it could kind of overshadow as well, because you remember like Gerrard's last game, like those mm. kind of moments. They've done yeah. quite well it kind actually, of overshadows and distracts the team.
1: Um, on part of it, one thing I will say, I'm really disappointed for um, Ezey for yeah. a while because I, you know, I'm a big fan of his, and that's quite sad to see. But, but yeah, you know, you you'd like to think that they can finish a job, and you, you know, you back, um, you know, this season, who knows? But, you know, you would back them now to to finish it, and I hope they do, because I think they to the point you now. I think they have almost deserved it now, because you know they finish the season. Where they if they can win, if they win, they'll finish it with eight wins and two draws. Well, really, other than Man City's incredible run of what a twenty odd wins. No has man been able to get that kind of run all season. You know, I think what? Like, at I think all you said.
0: I think you said it maybe a few months ago that you can see Liverpool going on a run if again off bodies back. I think a lot of people have said Liverpool are capable of going on a run of eight wins and two draws. So but, yeah, they, they, they fully deserve it if they if they get it. Table don't lie. Yeah, well,
1: you know we'll see, isn't it? I think.
0: Draft table does.
1: I think <laughs> I think whoever uh, the team the fall out of the spot is I think they'll feel hard done by. Um I mean personally as a Liverpool fan because I watch them more than anyone, you know, and I know Burke definitely would agree with this. I think yes, it would be we would feel hard done by then, but I think give it a week and you look back, you think, oh do you know what? They just dropped far too many points and you know it kind of it is what it is. Mm. But yeah. no they've had this run, you think oh they got you know they deserve it. But I think if they were to get it, if they do get off all, that's an unbelievable turnaround because, you know, they were, they were up as they were. They looked a shell of themselves. It mm. was that run where really? they lost,
0: was it six home games in a row or something? Yeah, because they were yeah.
3: top before that run. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what kept us is our end season, of season, that middle, just absolute right off.
0: Yeah. Rob, come on. It seems like you've got a lot of anger inside. Talk to us Sue to to Leicester.
2: Well, to start is it, off, deja vu. Leicester starts with the letter L, and that's what they are, a bunch of losers, okay?
0: <laughs> Even though they just won the FA Cup. I,
2: I couldn't think. care less about the FA Cup, man. First time they in were, history, they oh, won the FA Cup. Whoopsie-flippin' ding, all right?
0: And it was
3: actually brilliant to watch with fans, it was, that yeah. being the first.
2: Uh, I'll, 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 it was a great It was really option. nice, yeah. And for all the Chelsea fans out there, ha ha ha
0: ha 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 Josh did
2: I hope the same thing happens in the Champions League final but I'm still quite torn about Man City winning that. But back to Leicester. Um losers. Losers. Yeah, I I said a few weeks ago I got dismissed. I just felt like yeah, it's the Brendan Rodgers effect back you know, back in full force. It What what more do I have to say? What more do I have to say? They they have to go and play bloody Spurs. Uh, well, oh, that's, well a, that's a win right there, maybe.
0: Exactly, so they've got half a chance.
2: I, I think it'd be an harsh but yeah, I can understand why. Yeah, I've, cool. I've not been harsh And if you choose a Leicester player in our draft, I'm ready to rinse him. <laughs> I think it's very harsh. I'm going to go as far as saying, well, it doesn't matter what they're you going think. to get top four, so
1: Leicester will get top four and win the cup best this year. That is an unbelievable season. That is as good as it gets.
3: Whilst they drop outside top four.
1: I would still argue Leicester had... I mean, yeah, they'd be disappointed. But I, I think for a club like Leicester, it's different to the Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool's, where we look at the FA Cup and think, well, we'd rather Champions League than the FA Cup. I, I, I would go along with the idea that winning the FA Cup for Leicester was a bigger deal than getting a Champions League next year, personally. And I think if you're Leicester, yes, you'd be disappointed because you've been up there most of the season. But if you were to just fall out and be the um, Europa League, it wouldn't be the end of the world whatsoever. You can be chuffed. You've won the FA Cup. You've had had your day out. You've had that big, big day where you think this is the club. Your club's still on the map. It's not like you've, you know, it's not like it's the League Cup where, you know, you can argue, oh, well, that's a bit of Mickey Mouse. The FA Cup still is a bit of something.
2: If you're a Leicester fan, what do you prefer? Winning the FA Cup, dropping outside top four, or qualifying for top four and losing the FA Cup? FA Cup, Byron. I think
3: FA Cup. Probably. I think, oh, like we said about the scenes, I yeah. imagine being a fan in the background. You're not forgetting that You would forget coming third in group stages next year.
2: They're a bunch of losers. Couldn't care less. VAR. The
3: only thing I would disagree with James's point is if I'm a Leicester fan, I'm feeling that the exact same happened last year. Yes. Yeah. Whereby we were comfortable top four, we didn't get the job done. What have they learned this season? Nothing, because they've done the exact same.
2: Like what? At what point is it going to be like? Well, Roger Rogers could go to to a top club soon. Yeah, but I don't. Where does he go? Where does he go?
1: Who's who is substantially better in a better position than Leicester? No? I know.
2: I can't see teams to
3: touching him like other than like a uh, Spurs Arsenal, and I
2: can't see him going. Thing, is the main club uh, I can't my see mind. him going
1: there. Yeah. So what my argument would be: Why on earth would you move from Leicester to Spurs right now? You wouldn't, and and, and that's where I fall with with this. A I team think that's, that's actually finished top four. The only game that I can... I, don't, I mean, I know they've dropped, they've dropped points to other places, but I would probably argue, the only game I think they've absolutely can go, yeah, they bottled that proper messed up. Newcastle at home, where they were like 4-0 down at one stage. Like, that is a complete bottle job. That is just a, one of them. You just think, oh, But with the rest of them, I, I would say that they just they just happen, and Liverpool have done so well, because really, you would not expect
0: Liverpool to win eight, well seven or a nine, would you? Really? Yeah. I agree. I, I think it's harsh on Leicester. You you've got to remember, they've only been in the league for six years, and in that couldn't time, they've won the league. I know they've won the FA Cup and they've challenged for top four. I,
3: I, really, clients, I teams. really,
2: I really, Plus, more couldn't. than Spurs have done. I, I know. But uh, I think at the start of the season, you're on.
3: If this was a conversation start season, yeah. you're right. But the position they were in. Yeah,
0: it yeah, is a right. rinse yeah. and repeat yeah. they, of, they've, of they've last season. They've for two years in a row, but. I mean,
3: yeah, fair play for.
0: No fans. one's taking that away. Leicester fans, if they're going to get the where, where were done. we ten years ago? Where were we ten years ago? We were in League One. So I mean, you know, you got to have some perspective. It's harder for us because we expect our clubs to be in top four, and if they're
3: no, there's, but some I'm, teams, I'm not saying go back ten years. I'm saying go back three months when you were like second in the league.
0: That's what I'm saying. I can see the same with Spurs. Spurs were top of Christmas.
3: Oh
1: yeah, and, and you're a few
0: men. Do night.
3: you know
1: what I would say about Leicester as well? I, I think it's harsh that we don't... I think it, you have to take it in context. Like, we speak about Liverpool. Less of a lot of injuries. Yeah, more yeah. than we think. And so, you know, you've got to take it into consideration. They're still not the biggest squad. Obviously, they've got to have a drop-off. A bigger drop-off than, like, you know, a Man City. Like, I don't count Liverpool in this because they've had such a ridiculous injury list. It's unbelievable. But, like, it's like the Man you know, like man know I look at Man U, I think... I don't think Man U can be much better than they've been this year. And they're nowhere near a league I look at them on you, I think, can they get much better? Not really.
0: points ahead of Chelsea we're in third. So I mean, you know, this talk of them being title challengers. I mean the basics are d- towards.
1: I do I I I do understand the idea that, yeah, Leicester and I like I can I get that that you get frustrated, but I think if you're a Leicester fan, I think it's exact same as I said, we Liverpool just nowhere. Yeah, at the, on the weekend you may be fuming. if it doesn't go your way, you're fuming. But then once you actually sit back and think about it, you're like, you know what? We won the FA Cup. And we're selling you, Rob. Can't wait. Let's go. Yeah,
0: I think it's you've got to look at it different to Leicester and other clubs that we sport and other traditional top six clubs because you know the expectation is is different. No, no matter what what has happened, I agree they are bottled it again. Yeah, but. I mean, if I was a Leicester fan, I'd be, I'd be, I wouldn't be chuffed now. But like Sim says, give it a month. I'd be like, yeah, we've competed again. Or we didn't quite make it, but maybe a signing or two. Remember, the, Leicester spent more than Spurs.
1: The nads the- changes. Sorry, but the nads changes. Like you said, if they were to lose, if they lost that cup final, if oh you, yeah, if you only, If you can only say, oh, like basically, you know, the Spurs thing of, oh, we had a day out, and and you know, and then what well, yeah. we got, show for it. You have, you have more than doubt to me. You've got the silverware, like you've got now players in that team who have won something, and they, you know, ben Rogers has won something now that he can genuinely say, "Well, I've won an FA Cup." Hmm. So just on the basis of that, this season cannot be seen as a failure. It has to be seen as very successful because they've won something. They never yeah. won it
2: before. Yeah, I, I totally get that if you go from the start of the season, but I. I just think there's a there's massive, massive disappointment if you go back to Feb, where they're comfortably top four and you just think they should be sealing it. When you
3: first brought up brought Leicester and I said, no, I don't think they have, only because I didn't see Liverpool winning all their games. Yeah. So I thought, at that point, they had a five, six-point cap, so I thought they'd still be sound. But since then, they lost the Chelsea game and I think it was the Newcastle game as well. And... Before that, they had the Southampton game where they drew against 10 men. I think there's 10 too minutes, many. Yeah. And I just had a quick stroll through their results and there's a lot of draws against teams they shouldn't draw. And I think if they were lost out on Champions League just because they lost to Chelsea last week, then I get it. But the Southampton game, you're looking at 10 men all game, Newcastle game, that is bottling And that would be a worrying thing for me. And that's why I've changed my opinion after we first spoke where Rob. And because Liverpool have done their job? So far. So far.
0: So um, far. Yeah. We'll leave it there. In terms of the other European places, obviously, you know, we're talking about top four. But Europa League, I mean, West Ham, 62. Spurs, 59. Everton, 59. Arsenal, 58. Is there any team there that should, deserve to get it? Or... It's quite low points, started really, when you think about it for places. Does know, any standout team? West Ham, probably. West Ham um,
1: yeah. is at the moment, everything are ninth, are they? Are they ninth? They are eighth.
0: Eight.
1: So everything eighth on 59, yeah?
0: Yeah.
1: And that so is a high, high. points total for eight. because basically everywhere else is low. So you look at Man United's total and you look at Leicester and Liverpool's. Six, the most, of the, you know, top, whoever gets top four will get 69, isn't it? that's going to happen. Mm. So, you know, at the most, we'll get 69, David. that is low for the Premier League. Yeah. You know, we're looking at 75, 76. Yeah. So, it's a lot more of a competitive league mm. because obviously everyone's taking points of everyone, hence why 8th has got a high total and it's more condensed in that area. But, yeah. I mean, for me, if I was Arsenal and you're looking at you're thinking, oh my God, if we can finish above Spurs, after the year they've had, hmm. and then you yeah. and then you're cons- and like Everton, hey, what I think they've been let down. I had that written down, like Everton,
0: yeah, bad, yeah, you know, they've really dropped
3: the ball. everything. You've no- seen about Arsenal if they could finish above Spurs with the season they had. Um, that is what you said, if Arsenal yeah. could finish Like I'm thinking so the other way them. round. Yeah, you think about the season Spurs had, how it has this been, and you're still behind them at the moment. That's ridiculous. No questions being asked at all, really. I mean, yeah. wild. It's
0: wild. I, I, I've i been, I'm, I think I'm on the Arteta train. I think I finally jumped on. Because there was, the, they beat Chelsea away and I watched the game. It's probably one of the worst games I've seen for a while. I just watched it and Sims has brought it up numerous times going. Once their fans are back in stadiums, they will not accept that sort of football. So what does he do? Because if he carries on doing that for the next six months, he will be out. And, and yeah, if he was agree, getting yeah, results, then
3: fair enough. But they got that one result, that, but they're still in yeah. ninth league. So, yeah, <laughs> there's it, nothing to justify playing like that.
0: Thanks, big. It's made me feel better about Spurs this season. <laughs> That's not <being> so bad. <laughs> I forgot about that, but they, they could still finish above us. But, yeah, to be honest, Spurs are seventh. And if we stay seventh, I believe we get that Europa League conference place. It's basically the third yeah. level of European football. Honestly, I don't want it. Harry Kane um, would be delighted. Oh, well, I don't. I know. I honestly, I'd rather Everton Arsenal take it off us because I, I really don't. It's, it's a knack being in bloody Europa League up until the quarters. That's really when it kicks in. Uh, it's just, a, it's just a slog for the first few parts of the season. So yeah, I don't, I don't really want this, but
1: I guess it is European football at some level. It'd be like the Europa Conference thing is basically just sending teams into war zones to play. <laughs> yeah, it's going to the country. military scouting. Honestly. Basically, then, yeah, you're taking them to the absolute back of beyond and then saying, like, oh, there's a there's a field over there with some lines on it. Go and kick a yeah. the ball there for 90 minutes. There's one camera angle. <laughs> and then, you like, your players come back on a Saturday or Sunday and you're missing a player and you're like, where's he gone? And he's probably still stuck in bloody... He's been held hostage in Uzbekistan or something like that. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't I, want anything to do with it, especially I was, if you I mean, yeah. there's going to be teething problems, obviously, so...
0: I was listening to the Spurs part and they, they, the guy listed teams that are potentially going to be in it. And I honestly have never heard of any single one of them. I haven't even heard of the place, Usually that's a giveaway. Uh, as I was going, I, I don't know how they're going to get money from this competition. Who the hell is going to watch it? Like, what teams are teams are going to play? They're going to play like the
1: kids. I asked a question why you even need it. Yeah.
0: The, the team Europe. The, the European competition. How have we gone from... It's probably for
3: teams like... Uh... I don't know, like a TNS maybe. They yeah. might gain all right, like, fine, but... from a Welsh <laughs> trench. No, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> probably win. I think I think it's to benefit those countries. I think it's an insult to the Premier League to say you've got to have one of your teams in you. Yeah. It should be maybe for teams don't you know, like the league coefficients, they have like yeah. Rankins Maybe the top ten leagues don't have anyone in there and just have it for all the other leagues that nobody really cares about. But if you win that they get the place in Europa or next year.
1: Oh to be interest if you were to win it, is there anything to get in it? Is there like are you guaranteed a I think it can, It's the well, same as Europa League
0: so. the Champions League. I think you get a spot Europa league be, place. A, Europa, a guaranteed Europa League right. So
3: for a smaller nation team yeah. it makes <laughs> sense. But for a Spurs or any Premier League team or I'd say any major league team, then it's not really a selling point,
0: is it? And the problem with have is, so if you finish third in the Europa League, then you go down then to this division. So if you say you have a team, I don't, pick Ajax. They finish third in their group somehow. They're going to play in this third, yeah, Ajax. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I really don't get it. It's just going to be a few teams trying to win it. But Seems
3: I'm all for having a smaller European cup, like a Johnston's Paint Trophy equivalent. Yeah, that, that for is Europe, what it is. Yeah. For Europe, but you shouldn't be allowing actual professional teams to play against them
0: because a lot of them are going to be farmers' teams, mate. Yeah. So. It puts more pressure on the teams like, like Spurs or something like that because really they have to win it. And if they don't win it, then you're just going, come on, you're taking a piss now.
1: We speak about devaluing, so say, for example, let's just say Spurs do qualify. You know, that's, you know they they are going to send, their, it's not going to be the B team, it's going to be like the kids out. And and rightly so, because, you know, why would you risk playing your best players, you know, against, as we as just said, farmers? So, uh, you know, it, it, it devalues a captain, doesn't it? Because <laughs> some teams are going flat out and then you've got others then playing, you know, the 17s, 18s, like,
3: yeah. And I'm guessing the idea behind it is to encourage these smaller nations and teams from nations that can't normally qualify for the Europe League. But if they're like doing their utmost with their best players, trying their heart out to play against 16-year-olds from Spurs, and Spurs are winning 4-0, there's no encouragement in that. They are going home thinking, What the hell am I doing with my life? Yeah. <laughs> I'm clearly on that level. I may as well <laughs> go back to my day job.
1: Yeah, so. I don't
3: think Brian Mason is picking me up after this game.
1: I can't say I may as well go back to the banks and be the bank manager. That's the <laughs> every like bloke in San Marino's team seems to be a bank manager. <laughs> 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 we
0: we'll can't banking. Yeah, please don't mention Brian Mason. I'll give it a go, innit? No? We'll give it a go. Yeah, I'll watch a couple of games it, as see what's like. And
1: then, sorry, is it Thursday night? is that is that gonna be Thursday night? I think it's Thursday nights, Yeah.
0: I can't see
1: it being Fridays. wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's the other issue. It's like Tuesday, Wednesday, Champions League, Thursday's Europa. You know, if you're not going to, if you've got a choice, you're going to watch Europa league, league game ahead of a whatever yeah. it's called.
3: And they can't put on any other night because obviously the domestic calendar. Yeah. So they're either putting it up against one of their oh, major competition. It. Yeah. Or their, well, I, I they're don't setting know. up to fail, this game, Which, course,
1: again, devalues is the yeah. yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know who watches Europa League now. I only watch when Spurs win it, and that's, that's painful. I don't even know if I can watch the final. I, can, I don't know if I can be
3: bothered. Group stages, I can't remember. Yeah. Like, obviously, latter rounds. There's a few juicy Yeah, few few yeah. But, but early rounds, unless there's a team I want to watch or a player I want to watch, yeah. I, I can't think many has being in the house and going, oh, Europa, yeah, it's Europa. Thursday, yeah. BT Sport, gone. I yeah. don't know who's playing. this next
1: year when I'm watching Thiago Alcantara <laughs> thinking about in <it>, Ruben Cazandre.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, jersey numbers are go- glorious.
0: Oh, oh, God, can you imagine?
2: All for it.
0: If there's any three digits, uh would be in turn. Decimal points John. now, <laughs> <laughs> No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, we kind of touched on it already, but, but there was a big occasion. Um, so not so much the game, the FA Cup Final, even though you know it was a good Cup Final and the goal was brilliant. It felt like a proper game for the first time in, what, 18 months? I don't know, there was a different feel watching it. How did everyone else feel watching it? Well, if everyone did watch it, I don't know if everyone did. But for me yeah. it was, it felt, it felt different.
2: My, my favorite well. thing was, um like the Leicester players at the end like you saw so you saw Vardy just like going up to the crowd gearing up the crowd it's like I I I have missed that just you know the energy it's like you know it's the whole thing like the 12th man so that was that was really good to see uh I and I just love the VAR controversy once again <laughs> just adds to the drama
1: yeah no I I think that with the with it, it definitely is, um really much better than the fans but like i watched better bands swans the other day and in terms of a fixture it was so much better um Bansley fans are brilliant theres only three thousand there and they were absolutely phenomenal but it was, what was was interesting as well is you could see as well the swans players reacted. You now that it wasn't yeah. so much that they towered away they it was like oh do you know what i've missed being booed i've <laughs> missed this like bit of band you know like bit of needle and stuff so i think that's pretty interesting as well because it's kind of just don't play a bit, yeah. Um, you know, because logo like I said, you know, myself, I said it. You know, oh, ten thousand Liverpool fans there on Sunday is good. But, you know, if you're Will Zaha, you might think, oh, do you know what? Oh, ten thousand people to impress. Yeah,
0: yeah. It can work both ways, kind it? But, so. so
1: the product is just so much better, and mm-hmm. thankfully it just seems a bit more normal than it. And that's the main thing for me.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just like the small things. Just you're in someone, you know, cheer someone, or whistle someone. The odd occasion or your shit, you know. Some of these guys over the bar, where you know, all these small little intricacies. They, mm-hmm. You're just like, oh my God, have you, have you heard that again for the first time? Booing, and,
1: and booing the team off half time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, and and full time, I'm bloody rightly as well. I'm bloody right. Oh, I oh, honestly, I that's not. maybe I that's
1: stayed, that yeah. It's like, you wait, what is it, a year for football to watch live football, and then 45 minutes in, it's like, you know what, I've
0: had enough. Let's boo them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I felt like booing them. And you rolled me up on the again. How can you take 70 minutes to make a sub? Honestly, I I, I don't understand it. I really don't understand it.
1: So, so that way in I'm hindsight, going. I was going to ask this, but I thought, nah, it's been you know it's tough enough watching it. So I was like, I'll leave it. Um, in hindsight, do you think they should have just stuck with me at the end of the year?
2: Absolutely. Uh, you like, like. Well, my uh, my biggest thing was the fact they had a cup final. Like,
0: it's tough. It, it, yeah, I mean sacking someone before a cup final, you know, probably wasn't the wisest move. Um it's been weird with Mason because some games put it this way, Spurs have beaten teams that they are better than at home. And then as soon as they've come up against a team that are as good as them, if not better, they've they've shown that they're just not up to it and and Mason's tactics so you know are not, not up to it. Mm. You know, 29 for twenty ninth god's sake and hardly managed ever, but yeah. It, it just shows that Spurs are just not good enough and it's more the attitude that worries me because those players are better than the Leeds players, than the Aston Villa players. But yeah, you know, both of those teams looked like top four contenders. We looked like bloody mid-table average. So yeah, probably an in inside we should have just kept him. But the thing for me, the atmosphere around the whole club was so, so bad. It was, it was dire. It was Eric dire. <laughs> honestly, I haven't felt I've only I spotted Spurs since 2008, and I have never felt that before in sports let alone football.
2: Was that the it last was, time you won a trophy?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it was so bad; it was just, yeah, it, it just needed to finish. It, it was like a bad relationship; You just got to end. It, cut ties, no matter even if it's Christmas Day, just cut ties.
1: But it's toxic, now though doesn't it? I mean, you could see fans being pushed away from Spurs two words because they were refusing to yeah, leave, yeah. and you obviously know even just a boo win in general, is not it? It's like you know, it's not like removing Mourinho has kind of removed the toxin you know toxicity, is that that's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you so, get that? Thank you. Smooth. But um, but yeah, no, you know, it's not, I'm not I think that's the difference. and I think this is a real crossroads moment for Spurs. I think you know, it could go one or two ways. If they don't get the right manager in this year and they don't they don't do some decent business this year, then you know you if you look at Leicester coming up, you think, well, like I personally think West Ham is a bit of, a fraction of the pan, so I wouldn't really be thinking yeah. of Everton should be better, Liverpool will certainly be better, Arsenal should be a bit better, they can't be as bad, surely. And yeah. you think it's not that hard for you to fall back from being perennial top four, to being, I say perennial top four, they weren't, but in they were always up there, weren't they, at least. Yeah, yeah. To being, all of a sudden, a mid-table team pushing the odd year You know, but then, you know, they've also still got, you know, one or two things going their way. So, you know, if they got things in place, Mm. then you could see them pulling away from the teams I've just named.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. It it is a huge sum. I mean, we may as well talk about it because, you know, it it is a big, big story. But, you know, hierarchy, there's going to be an interview dropping with Gary Neville on his YouTube channel, which I didn't know he had. Um, They were playing golf together and he, you know. I watched this morning and he's basically saying, you know, Daniel Levy, if he's he going to sell me, he may as well send me now. Because he probably get like hundred million. Like he actually said this. And yeah, that was the time to go because my value's going to go down. So Kane clearly wants to leave. And I got, you yeah, know, same as you asked me in, in the group chats. You know, do you really see him go in? I'm like, yeah. I'd be surprised if he doesn't go. Maybe not before the Euros. But I'd be surprised if he plays Spurs next season. Right. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. He, he would make it clear because apparently he went to leave last season and they had like a gentleman's agreement that, you know, if, if they don't get top four or things aren't better, then you know, he'd be allowed to leave. Um, so, yeah, for me, it, it, it's best for both parties. Get 100 million for him. Maybe a Man City player. I don't know who. Maybe like a Jesus. I know Jesus is not good, but he could be a stopgap player for us um, before we get someone else in, you know. Rebuild the team in other areas, get a more balanced squad, and then go from there. Because if Kane stays, we're not going to get anyone else in, really. So, yeah, he should go. He deserves to win the Premier League. He deserves to win Champions League. So, he deserves to go and win some trophies. So,
1: you know, as a fan of a club, though, I mean, I can, I, I know, I can, I, I can hear it in your voice. I know what Stephen, how he would feel about it. It must. I say it must be. I know what it's like because I remember Gerard and him, he's like almost leaving. But the idea that, you know, he deserves it, mm-hmm. it must, it's, it's difficult to stomach. It is. It's like, you know what? You know, you don't support Hurricane, you support Spurs. Hurricane yeah. is a player. But it's yeah. like, it's that realization that almost, like, we're not that relevant enough to be, to put up with th- this kind of talent. And that is difficult to take for any fan.
0: If, I could say because you know two years ago we were doing well, we got the Champions League final. You know, I know it was lucky, but I still got there, and we were top four more seasons or challenging. Whereas now I look at it and go, I can't even see us challenging for top six. Like I, I'm struggling to see how we how we compete in top six. And you know, if we get Europa League, I don't see us going far in that really, because the players just aren't up to it. So yeah, somebody that talented should not be playing in a team like Spurs. You know, as hard as it is to say. You know, it just, it doesn't feel, it doesn't sit right to me. You know, I'd love for him to say, obviously, you know, that goes without saying, but yeah, he just, he should, he should go. And the only worry is if he goes, who else goes? You know, does Son then go, you know, why am I staying here? I'm, I'm off. You know, some other players go, you know, so, yeah, worrying times I suppose, but we'll see. Who knows? But yeah, the point appointment is huge. So that will dictate the next five years of the club. So we'll see. Burke is back. How, is the, the power is back, I see. Power's back,
3: yeah. Uh, wi Fi's a little bit dodged, so I'm on 4G on my phone.
0: That's all right. Brilliant. Stuff. So, how you? Good, man. Right, we'll move on to the draft then. As, uh, we may cut that, so we'll move on. Um, so, we thought we'd do a nice little easy one to get us going. Signing of the season. So, it can be obviously a player that was signed at the start of the season or a low lead I came in in January, or oh, I was signed in January. Do you have a um, I do have a trivia question, so here it is. In this season's Champions League, Vinicius Junior broke a record by scoring the quickest goal by a substitute against Shakhtar Donetsk. How many seconds was it when he came on and scored? I will let Norberto go first. How many seconds after coming on? As a substitute? Uh,
2: I will go with 19 seconds. Okie doke.
3: I'll go 18 seconds.
2: <laughs> Don't do it, Sims. Don't do it. I will go 11.
0: OK. So 16 I want to do. I of, can. Um, tactics. Eh? I'll have to take your final answer. Like oh. first answer, I should say. Okay, yeah, I was going to say yeah.
3: that. I <laughs> <laughs> My final yeah. answer is 16. Yeah. No, no.
0: 18 so, my answer to Sims gets the first pick, 11. Then it's Burke. Then it's Rob. It was 14 seconds. We're all pretty close. Yeah, 14 seconds. It's good. So, Sims, kick us off, mate.
1: Uh, i go with the absolute obvious one then. He's the guy who came in, showed up well, an already expensive defence, led them on a record-beating well, winning streak, won the league at a canter, just been crowned Football Writer's Player of the Year, I think I read this morning. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, he looks looks like a decent player. Um, I'm not fully on board yet, as in, obviously, he's a very good player. I say decent, very good, I mean that. But, but as in... I'm not, I'm not ready to proclaim him as the best in the world right now, as I've seen by the people. But he's been an unbelievable signing for Ruben Diaz. Brilliant. Just for, oh
0: well, nobody can see, but for one mil, Burke's power's gone again, but he's just there in the dark. Because <laughs> I'm on my 40s I'm familiar. As,
1: uh, as the ultra professional, I was, I just kind of tied on going. Just by thinking that is why Burke can me charged, looking yeah. at me with his teeth.
0: <laughs>
1: thing. I'll tell You
0: that it's brilliant teeth made no problems. Wow. <laughs> it's it's interesting, Sims, that you mentioned Ruben Diaz, as he is in your opponent's draft team. So maybe you've had a little luck, and you've had a, that's why he's in your mind. I know he's I
3: actually haven't.
1: Looked. I
0: find it interesting.
1: I haven't looked at the it is interesting.
0: Yeah,
1: I haven't looked yet. I know I won't look at that. Nothing new. Uh,
0: okay.
3: We'll look for you, don't worry. We'll yeah. you. That's, yeah. You've learned, because last season you were obsessed with Josh's team going into that side, <laughs> that's all you speak about.
1: Last season, I was making trades on top of You Bach. <laughs> doing, doing videos <laughs> to God. And look at
0: that for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Birk's power's back. Yeah. On,
3: Birk. um, before we move on, actually, Ruben Diaz, would you say best in the Prem? Best defender in the Prem?
1: Well, this season? Yeah. Uh I most cons- most consistent. Uh, yeah, um,
3: I would say yeah. in terms of Yeah, I uh, yeah, I would say yeah. Yeah Um so I think three choice. of us would be biased but but as someone who's not going to be Van Dyke or Diaz. That's like a debate I see quite a lot on socials.
2: Oh who's well, well who would you are, rather have? It's oh, that Phillips. Surely <laughs> the
0: guy who could edit a Oh no, Van, <laughs> I mean no Van Dyke. I think that's just, you know, by your start, you know, Dyk like hasn't, hasn't played all season, but not a lot of Dyk's best, so I can really buy money. Fair.
3: Yeah. Um, I move on. And I think the first time we did this, because we did this run right at the start of the season, just as the transfer window closed, I'm sure Sim's picked this guy, which surprised us all, because he's a goalkeeper. Yes, he um, did, yeah. Um, but Emiliano Martinez, I think Arsenal let the wrong goalkeeper go um and i think he's been outstanding for villa this season i probably the best goalkeeper in the league this season in my opinion um yep. and yeah he's what a high really good
0: <laughs> a
3: really good foundation to build up. so yeah uh, emiliano martinez
0: top yeah. goalkeeper i think you have 15 clean sheets 16 maybe Club record, sec- second or third in the league. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Same. So we haven't got goalkeepers. We've had a goalkeeper score a last-minute winner header. We've had another goalkeeper have another assist this season, and it's not his first one. So they're clearly decent. They're not all bad.
1: Uh, well, forgive me for not for looking at the traits that I wanted my goalkeeper to be a goal scorer and a playmaker. Hey.
3: Great, oh, great you've called Martina as you're signing the season of the staff here. I agree with it. Do you know
1: yeah. what? I'm, I'm, go I'm kind of like, I think, you I think he was a good last season and he's obviously done well this year.
0: So, good on him, I say. Yeah. Good on him. Go on, Alberto. Let's see what you
2: pick. Well, I'm going to go you're for... You're a Leicester player. A less, no, it's not a Leicester player. Of course it's not. Uh, I'm going to go for a player who came in halfway through the season on loan from Man United. And that is Mr Jesse Lingard. Jillings. Uh, he's he's been phenomenal, and you know if the if he was able to duplicate the form, if he was there from you know at West Ham from the summer, and he's had that form. I think he'd be up for Player of the Year because he's been sensational. You, you you did hear that right, Tim's? He has been sensational in the five months that he's been at West Ham. And uh, come at me, I'll bat you down.
3: I, Sims picked Martinez, Am I right in saying Rob picked Willian, and that's when he made a shout that Arsenal had the best one, three in the league? Oh,
2: don't <laughs> yeah. don't break this
0: back. up <laughs> You probably picked Thomas Partey. So this you? is the this is the draft. To just there's, ignore no this. This.
2: there's no evidence of this.
1: There's
0: no evidence of this. Actually, is, I've tried looking, there no evidence.
1: Exactly. So you're right. But I think if you go back in the early pods, then I think we reference it quite a few times. <laughs> so, yeah, oh that's...
2: well, yeah, yeah. There is a paper
3: trail. <laughs>
1: 100 percent is a pitch, No, as in I got no problem with the um, Lincoln Lingard joke. I think, it's, but I think I would maybe I wouldn't go as far as saying that if he'd been there since the start of the year, he'd be up for If,
2: I, I feel he'd duplicated his form. If his form was exactly the same, I'd go for it. I mean, carry on, Rob. No, I've made my pick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. On to to butts.
0: Ah, there we go. I got two picks. Um, I'm going to stick with West Ham. And go with uh, Thomas Suchek. Obviously, you know he, he came in as a holding midfielder, um, scored a bang, bangful of goals. Um, yeah, been brilliant. I believe he scored. He scored against West uh, West Brom, didn't he? Yesterday, he sure did. He yeah. yeah, and his initial one came up as an own goal. Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: West Brom's goal, but then, yeah, then I it was cancelled out. Yeah. Yeah. But, no uh, good nice, he,
0: player. Being brilliant, you know, come from nowhere basically. Um, and yeah, done well for West Ham, got him into somewhere where I don't think anybody saw them finishing in top six, top eight. I had them down as 17th, so yeah, they've outdone everyone. Um, so he's my first pick. Um, got a lot of options here. I am really tempted to pick a Leicester player, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Um, I'm going to stick with the Aston Villa theme, and there's probably a few players you can pick we got Ollie Watkins. I thought he would do well. I, I saw him play for Brentford last season championship. Played brilliantly against uh, Swans in the playoff semifinals. Um, I think Burke referenced a couple of weeks ago on the pod that he was impressed with his movement um, up top in his own fast. I think that was Rob, yeah. Oh, I was
3: a Rob? I Rob, yeah. yeah. I think I, so. I said it, but when Rob weren't here, because Rob always talks about
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, to come from where he has, because he hasn't long been in the championship Came from Exeter come through the leagues and yeah, it's been brilliant. Obviously score against Spurs yesterday, so yeah, can do it all, hold it up, running behind, score goals, call everything to be a good Premier League striker. So yeah, it's my second pick. Back to you, Rob. And for once, your mute actually works.
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> heartbreaking. How heartbreaking <laughs> is that? I'll stick with the striker position. Um, we'll go to the the bottom, bottom half of the table. Uh, for me, Callum Wilson has been incredible for Newcastle. Uh, he's proven that he can be a goal scorer in this league. You know, a couple of years at Bournemouth, but his goals have kept Newcastle up. He has been integral, and I know like you've had a they've had a couple of good performances from you know players like um, say Maximum um, uh, Willlock. I was no no I was gonna say I Perez not I know Perez He's a
0: Leicester player
2: I know he was a Newcastle player um yeah one of the other ones Almiron uh, there we go Almiron the guy that came from USA uh but yeah Cannon Wilson you get in the list for me yeah striker
3: yeah good pick good striker um for me
2: I am gonna go Leicester
3: well, love get ready for
2: the counter argument.
3: All right. So, the player is Wesley Fofana.
2: Yeah.
3: I think he's a good young player, good signing for them. He's had a really good first season um, for Leicester and something to build on. And already, I remember back in January talking about Dorf, they were selling him 60, 70 million. Like, that's the impact he's had in the first six months. And um, I think he's got all the traits needed. I think he's got. At the moment, he is a bit reliant on having like a Johnny Evans next to him. I think you can say that about most young centre backs, so yeah. I don't think that's a an argument against. So um, no, I think good, promising player, good signing, and he's one of the reasons why going back to the debate we had in Leicester, why it's not the end of the world because they have got these young players coming through. It's not just the Evans, Vardy, the thirty year olds. Plus, they have got the young players as well. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wesley Fofana.
2: I did not with. realise how young he was, to be fair. 20, I, I know. I, I thought he was in his mid-20s, late-20s. He looks uh, promising.
0: The only thing I don't like is I lo- he has low socks for centre-back. don't know. doesn't say right to me. It's the only <laughs> thing. But he, he's so talented, I guess I let him off. But, yeah, it um, yeah, doesn't say right to me. I Perfect. will move up then.
1: Um I'm going to pick a player that I still think is a signing of the season, despite actually he hasn't, had a, he hasn't had a great season at all. I mean, he's missed half of it. But I think you talk about signing of the season and what they will become. And yes, I am going to say Thiago Alcantara. Oof. Because I genuinely believe that you might be looking at next season's players, player of the year.
2: We'll pick it for next year. But this isn't the list for it. Well,
1: yeah. he's signing He's done he's in this year, so I can't pick him next year. Yeah, I, next
2: year, I, I, if if we're going for this list, it's got to be the impact this season. Yeah. Well, his impact of the last eight games is Oh, All right.
1: No, I, I genuinely believe. All right, then you're gonna have Jota. Dan, you want Dan? Real. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I there's
2: there's a better argument for Jota for me. Yeah, he
3: was on my list. Yeah, on, I I'd agree.
2: But well, I, I, I have he, to disagree he, with he, that. He, yeah. I love Jota. You know, I love him, but
1: yeah. I think honestly, boys. I think next year it could be unbelievable from him. Also, um, Joe Willock would be on that list, hundred percent. In terms of value to his club and to their season, I mean, I know he scored sixty-six, but he had a purple patch in the middle of the year as well, where he was yeah. scored So, in terms of signings, because without his goals, Newcastle probably don't stay up. So yeah, let's go some big goals. He would be on my. He would be on my list definitely. And then I wasn't hundred percent um Kufal.
2: This year? Yeah, or? outstanding. Yeah,
1: he was loaned in last year, but oh, made, they made it permanent yeah. in the summer. He would definitely be on the list because he's been probably the best right back probably in the brand.
0: Definitely yep. up any any there, any other
3: mentions? I had two names, but they were from relegated teams, so I felt I couldn't say them. But <laughs> I think without these players, the the relegation would have been confirmed a lot sooner. And that's um, Mateus Pereira, West Brom. They made that permanent in summer and Ariola fulham i think you've been quality
2: i'd like to check uh, rafinha in there for Leeds
0: and jack harrison
2: yeah yeah Yeah.
0: it's funny you mentioned those players because the podcast i was listening to this morning did an alternative like team in the season so players out had no votes in their awards and all those players were mentioned so yeah yeah they've had good
3: I, i remember last when we did this at the start of the season we had three Everton players. We had James yeah. Rodriguez, Decore, and Alan. Yeah. And they've all been
2: yeah. can I
1: that what I would say, if we're saying signing the season, are we not gonna take into consideration the amount they were paid? We paid, they paid from as well. Because Godfrey's worth thirty million, for Farmer's about thirty million. I'd say Favana's worth it. Godfrey I million. think it's been pretty
0: good for Severton. It's played right been back real. to 10. looks decent centre back for my money. Yeah. yeah, maybe they have overpaid a bit, but you know, he's English, so there's tax fifteen percent on that, so Oh no, we'll see. We'll see. But Cavani. I done well. Yeah. A surprise I surprised guy never went with him on M and F, I'll be honest.
2: My only mm-hmm. biggest issue about Cavani is the fact that United could have got him earlier. And it was it was he was there re- available on a free, you know, when when did they get him? Right more towards the end of the transfer window. And yeah. It's, it, it, it was almost as if it, it was pointing towards a panic buy, but it work, worked out.
1: When we're on the subject of Man United and Gary Neville picking absolute shite picks, how has he picked Marcus Ashford in his team of the year ahead of no, the current Golden Boot winner and the guy who's about to probably win it again, or at least equal it in Mo Salah? Yeah, yeah
3: and not only Mo Salah, a good five, six players I think you could make an argument for above. I, I'd say this is Russia's first season, Manu player. Well, I don't think he's that good. No, no, like, I don't no, think no. he deserves to be playing thirty games in the season for a team like Manu. Yeah. He did I admit don't think he that he quality. It
0: that. I, I may be picking this for off-field things as well, which, yeah. Why he admitted that, I don't know. Yeah, he may as well double down and just go. Oh yeah, I think he's had a good season. It's but, ridiculous because that's yeah. not what you do. It's like
3: the same as picking Thiago for the signing season. This <laughs> is not a rule. Yeah. No, I'm picking him because I
1: reckon next year, I reckon when you look back at right, it, he'll be he'll be on the signing best signings in the summer.
0: No, <laughs> I won't accept it. I'm sorry. It's signing of the season. So if he plays well next season, he'll be player of the season. Yeah, uh, sorry. I had a few other names. I had um, Marty Cash. He hasn't played well. He got sent off, obviously, but I think he's had a pretty good season coming from Chiefs Championship. Yeah. Well,
3: Another right back, good. Walker-Peters.
0: Yeah, yeah he got Ronas injured. In. He got injured. Oh, your boy, Dallas. That's <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> I think he's the highest point scorer, uh, uh, points defender on draft. Yeah, I think so. He's highest, which is incredible. Um, Plays in midfield, scores a few, did not he? Could be a lovely tenth round pick next season. Who knows if he goes that late? Um, right, let's do. Has anyone got? A, I have got a question. But has anyone got a question that they really want to ask? That's the mystery question.
3: Did I miss? We were told that we were going to talk about a certain individual. Did I miss that in the power cut?
0: No. Then that, that's what I was going to bring up. All right, do it. That's my question. All right, do it. There we are. So. Not a mystery anymore. Big Sam. (laughs) has left West Brom, apparently by mutual consent. um, Even though apparently they offered him a contract. But I think Sam's mentioned just before we said that potentially could be his last job in management. He's 66 I believe. So do we see it as his last job? And if it is, you don't think it's going to be? Where do you think he'll go next then? I'm still pinning my hopes that he's going to take over an African nation. (laughs) <laughs> Ghana, take him to a World Cup, and have a win of the time. That, that's my hope, but we'll see. Burke, go on. I think he's Burke's got a
3: couple it. of jobs left in him I don't think it's yeah. the end. Yeah, I yeah, I think a team start, desperate enough repeat. would yeah. go going for him. Yeah, I don't think um, one relegation with an absolutely awful West Brom side kind of goes against the other work he's done for the last like twenty years. So, I think he's still got the reputation. I mean, people can still see that West Brom have improved and that there are results there and reasons to think that Big Sam is capable of keeping the team up. Um, so, I think, yeah, right team, right time. Teams would go for him and he I, would come back 100%. I,
0: I'm looking at the table
3: and I'm just looking to see what kind of team he might go to, like who might be struggling. The only thing that goes against him is a lot of the teams down there he's been up
0: before. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking maybe Wolves maybe if they have another bad season Spurs <laughs> yo <laughs> I'd take him honestly I'd take him <laughs> I'd take him any day Palace spend on what manager they bring in but does he go there again I don't know yeah I don't think so Southampton hasn't been there Brighton if they Southampton could do because
3: they went for like Mark Hughes didn't they so yeah. Yeah. when they're desperate they
0: will go for that character I going coming up Watford I don't think he'd go Watford if they they're coming up, aren't if in your second Championship. Norwich, I don't see him in Norwich. So, yeah. I don't
3: know. Maybe he'd go Championship, I don't know. Oh.
0: Maybe. Uh, I think if he'd go Championship, I think he'd say we're West Brom. You've already got six months in
3: there.
0: Yeah. I don't see any Championship. No,
3: I think if he doesn't, I'd be gutted. Yeah. Uh, if he doesn't manage again especially in Prem I would be devastated
0: abroad can we see him abroad? I can see him in Spain look after the yeah. Yeah. yeah look after the club quick train go train the boys get back for the night. <laughs> open
1: the club have you, have you seen uh, his interview last night? I haven't watched it have.
3: I think uh, I watched it last night I, I, that one was the uh, last game week I can't remember
1: so, obviously, the Liverpool one, and then there's two... Liverpool ones. one, I watched, you know. The Liverpool one, and then the West Ham one yesterday. Um I found it really sad, actually, yesterday's one. And the reason I found it sad was... he. What I didn't find sad was, just halfway. The big Sam just made himself look an absolute tit once again. And, I, and I'm like, mate, what? Like, you just... He's everything you... Everything I actually hate, he has been in his last two interviews and I absolutely can't stand the bro honestly and the re- and if you're like, saying oh why don't you stand, can't understand him then just put that, those two videos on and that's, and that's exactly right. why the, the Liverpool one I get I mean oh, wait, like, but, obviously
3: the way we were he's going to feel the exact opposite end of the skill
0: this is Sim's last appearance on Football
2: review podcast <laughs> so <laughs>
0: make oh, your oh,
2: <laughs> because
1: I, I, I know I disagree with Arberg as well because the Liverpool one which is Alfred I have no issue with the fact that he wasn't happy and I, I have no issue because I mean you just can see the ninety-fifth minute. And oh, the first oh. goal shouldn't have wanted. I, I get that. I get it all. What I don't get then is when he just starts having a go at like you start have a goal you got go for it. like mate, it's not his fault. And it's like I'm no, the one thing I hate about, about more than anything is then he gives it like the big one about how he has like oh ta- like that video he's like oh he like when like oh I hate to have tactic him. He made the he made the West Brom performance against Liverpool all about how he had shut down Liverpool and how he had got West Brom playing in a certain way because they don't like Gill against. It's like fair enough. You're, no, you're right, fair enough. But then, mate, you lost. And I get you upset you lost. And the way the manner they lost even more. But last night's one then, I thought I thought he looked he came across really badly against Liverpool. But last night's one I just found it really sad because he walked into the interview. And obviously, they'd announced it about a few minutes before that he was leaving. So the first question was, you know, about leaving. And I thought he answered it really well. Spoke about, you know, how they, um, how they wanted to word the, the statement correctly. And I thought, you know, he was really res- respectful to West Brom. And I thought, oh, do you know what? Great. That's a good answer that was. But then you, just, I like him. you see this chip on his shoulder just emerge. And it's the same chip that I absolutely can't stand with him. And then he goes on then about how he sat, I think it's Patrick Davidson who's asking me questions, I think, and the guy starts asking about the game that they've just played in and he absolutely ruins Michael Antonio saying it's a disgrace what he said and that's all he said was exactly what West Brom did. So I don't know why it's a disgrace. Then he goes in then, he goes hard then on the fact that it's all because he's got this stereotype about how he plays. And that's when I found it really sad for him. Because I was like, he clearly bothers him so much that people have this opinion about like, big Sam teams play like this. And then he starts like, listing all the things he's done in football. Like, every club he goes to, he's like, I've never played the same way. And I'm like, I, I agree with him. You don't need to start listing these things. Like, like, I, but he was so on the defence. And I'm like, mate, you've like done loads in your career. Like, you've been England manager. You've kept teams, you've kept numerous teams until, like, a week ago, you've never been relegated. Like, but he comes in with his chip and then you realise then, actually, he's had a miserable get. And he's a miserable get because he genuinely believes that everybody hates him. I, I disagree. That he's,
0: mis- he's not a miserable. Kid. He's no, given he's, some of the funniest moments
3: in. He's had, he had a tough week. He has so had a tough so
1: The know.
3: worst week. Well, maybe not the worst week sure. of his professional career. I think we all know when yeah. that would have been. But it's therefore up there. I mean, get relegated, lose to a ninety-fifth-minute head from a goalkeeper, and then lose to West Ham from two corners, which normally is like the first thing he sorts. Like it's like everything he's worked on. West am I... just totally thrown away. And to go back to your point about after-match interviews, I think, as Liverpool fans, we can't go too far with saying managers in the interview after the game should be taken as gospel with some of Jurgen Klopp's. Some of his interviews after the game after the oh, losing oh, have been... He's come across terrible. And when yes. he wins, he comes across amazing. So, I think, in that interview after the match, the, re- the times you see people like Sam Aldice and you've got people who have a bit more characters, they're going to come across worse in those situations, but also, when it's going well, they will come across better than your average manager because they have the character, they will speak openly and honestly about the situation. So I think it won't come across well in those situations, but you've got well, for me and Butts, definitely, I've got like, love the fact that he is that open, that honest, you can see the hurt on his face, you can hear on his voice, where a lot of managers no, it's just Stockford. His interviews after the match are actually worth watching because yeah. he is open. He is himself.
1: Like I said, on, well, the like halfway, I've never looked at the Sam Alice. Oh, I, I, I like him. I like him. No, he
3: doesn't have many good games. Too. Go
1: in, you go in, watched our interview yesterday, and I honestly came away feeling sorry for him because he, he came out, he was so defensive and just so clear. How much it actually affects him that he that he thinks people, and, and almost the, the the disrespect because you know you know like you both said it you know he's he was in front he was at the the forefront of like data and the diet and all that and like you know you think of like the JJ kotcher teams he says some good you know they play, play some decent football but it's like he was so and and he was almost like he was basically thinking oh well you're all glad and go win out. And I was like, well, well no. Like but then he's like he gen- he obviously genuinely believes that and it's like it's almost like self degrading. Mm. And so I went from being like, Oh, this guy's an absolute tit, I hate him to just like oh, he actually just proper like he's proper sad about himself.
3: He is proper underrated, and I think yeah. kind of he realizes that the time is running out. He has maybe he hasn't got any more jobs left, or maybe he's got one or two. And I think it, it would catch up with you that time. It's,
1: sorry, it's he, he even, okay. So he even said he literally calls himself like, "Oh, I'm a firefighter," and I'm like, "But you're not, because he's done more than that in his career." But he literally says, like, for the last few years, I've just been, and he basically says, "That's what I'm going to carry on doing." Um, so he like he was pretty open about like he'd have another job, but like that's yeah. what he like. But he's like that's how I see myself, because that's all of you. That's all any of you see me anymore is this guy who comes in and fixes things.
3: And I'm like. Well, I think it's hard for him at the moment, because he's seeing, like, for example, Roy Hodgson, all the love he's getting now he's announcing he's leaving. And I can't say... The only thing Roy Hodgson's done in the Alder has kind of gone to other countries. He's not won more. He's not achieved more. He's just been around more. And the love Hodgson's getting... I think when this time comes with Sam Alder, he knows he's not getting that. I think... That is probably gonna play a part as well. Because I, for one, think he does deserve it. He's been outstanding for the Premier League every season. He's been in it. Whether you love him or hate him, there's always a story about him. Like we wouldn't be talking about him if he was just like a,
1: yeah,
3: it makes a sense. like a Ian Dowie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like they don't deserve to be mentioned. Big Sam always will. Yeah. Long live big
0: Sam. Yeah, and just but you know. If I'm putting myself in big Sam's shoes, for the last 10 years, basically, the media have done him over. By Like you said, all this stuff, he only comes in for relegation, all this. But I'm just thinking from his point of view, I can understand it. You know, he took a good Bolton team, did well with them, got done over by the owner there. And then since then, really, he's just been, you know, come in, save the job, given no money, no players to work with. he been so get unlucky at times. So. Yeah, and then goes again, goes again, goes again. So yeah, I can I can understand why he's got a chip in his shoulder. you know, you know with the England thing as well. Yeah, he, he mucked that up himself. All right, fair. But still, I, I think yeah, a lot of disrespect when it comes to Big Sam. And you know, me and obviously love him. It's not because, but well, partly it is because of what, the way he is. But he actually is a really good manager, and his teams, whatever people say, to play decent football at times.
3: Yeah, I think so, I think he plays yeah. the way he needs to play, and I think that's yeah. his point as well. I Think the everton job is kind of one that i know he's not happy with yeah. he's brought in well, that was tough when do a yeah. job yeah he yeah. came in he turned he did turn him around and i i think there's an argument to say they've not actually kicked they've not been much better noticeably better since with hundreds of millions of pounds spent and they've not achieved anything more than he does and he was done got them in the, the season got them mid-table with a promise of right you've got this summer to to now do the job and then they get rid of him i think mm. that's betrayal and i think that's been the story of his career like bad owners bad luck bad timing
0: I think well, ultimately the fans don't really want him to stay long term no. today they? because they don't see yeah because that, that has built so, up the
3: tag is built up now yeah. i think with his ability as a manager his career could have easily gone differently and gone a whole lot better than it has after just book. with better timing better luck
0: well, we love Big Sam. So hopefully he gets another and that'll job. That'll never change. Well, hopefully... Spanish, yeah. and I'll tell you no, if he takes over in Nigeria, I am buying the Nigeria top. We'll go win. We'll go win. I don't know what the capitalism of Nigeria is, but we'll go in. Let's go. <laughs> Lagos, there. Lagos, that's it, yeah. We're going to Lagos. Um right. Let's leave it there then. Leave it on a bit, good note of Big Sam. What was that? Remember what was that chippy called we went?
2: Big Sam's. Was that? Big
0: Sam's Big Sam's. No one. <laughs>
3: Um, I don't know, it's uh, Portal, but ish, somewhere on there. Yeah, sure yeah.
0: Right. just drove past. <laughs> we should have got it. We'll go in next time. Next time, if there's still open, then call me. We'll go in next
1: time, despite not knowing where anywhere else it is. <laughs> yeah, we'll
0: find it. We'll find <laughs> Right, good guys. Have a good week.
1: All Ciao. best. Here you go.